You are listening to your favorite podcast with your favorite host, Alina. In this podcast, we shine a light on your favorite artists, creatives, and entrepreneurs and talk about how they are crafting a culture, identity, and a career of their own. Your favorite is a space that connects, opens doors, and educates on how not to get lost in the sea of opportunities when pursuing a creative career. In this episode, I'm having a conversation with Dunya Makor, an award-winning social entrepreneur. Welcome, Dunya. Really happy to have you here. How are you doing today? I am doing good. Thanks for having me. It's such an honor. So, uh, yeah, happy to be here. Nice. So, before we start, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? Yes, of course. Uh, well, I'm Dunya, and I am founder of Your Tone of Voice. And I give workshops and keynotes, um, and I do uh, workshops around um, uh, personal development, especially young talent development. And everything I do is evolved around diversity, inclusion, and uh, equality of opportunity. And I have a background in recruitment. I was a recruiter a couple of years, and I focused on writing articles and blogs and making podcasts about personal development. So, uh, yeah, I'm very pleased that we're talking about that topic today. Definitely, me too. Personal development is a hot topic right now. And personal development is all about activities that improve a person's capabilities and potential. But it also can be tricky when you don't know how to start with that journey. And when you actually start, how can you really commit to that continuous self-improvement? Do you have any tips for us? Yes, two tips is just do it. <laughs> do it because I really, when I was um, uh, working on my personal development, I really was stuck for years. I was like, no, but what if I fail? Or what if people do not see my talent, but I will never reach my goals. And then I would spend years just thinking about failing instead of just doing it. And then one day uh, I was like, okay, um, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to start that podcast. I'm going to write that, going to write that book. And I really pushed everything that people could or would think about me um, because I know a lot of people think about what other people think. I brush that away and I know it sounds very easy. It's not, but when I did that, like great things happened. When I did that podcast, it went like uh, in, a, in a very famous magazine in, in the Netherlands. When I wrote that book, the first time I never wrote a book, it was an ebook. I got an award for that with no like network around me or support system or I just did it. I believed in myself and what I had to offer and what I had to say. I did it. Um, and what you do will eventually, if you stick to it and are cons and being consistent, it will always benefit you one way or another. Right. Yeah, that's completely true. I think I said that. that I had that I, that I had two tips. Okay, right? because you know uh, you uh, put out like especially young talents, like um, young creatives, young talents. You really need to focus when you're at the beginning stage of developing yourself. You have to be aware um, of your qualities and uh, of your strength. If you want to build something, you have to build it on a steady ground. You have to, to have a steady base. Um, and a steady base be begins in um, uh, like um, finding out what your qualities are. It's not that easy like uh, grabbing, grabbing a piece of paper and writing down three qualities. 
when I work with young talents and I ask them, what are your qualities? Like most of the time it's like, um, uh, I think it's so, uh, to build something, you have to have a steady base. And that is really, um, discovering what your qualities are, are, and building your confidence. What are the main building into a little bit of what you say right now? What do you think are the main issues the young generation struggle with in regarding themselves and their career? The main thing that I've noticed when I talk to young talents um, is struggling with their identity. When you're young, um, like a lot is happening within yourself. Uh, you're developing um, like as a whole person, like who am I, what is my purpose within this world? I want, do I want to reach? What impact do I want to make? Do I want to make an impact on others? Or, you know, it is a struggle already for young people to discover themselves as an individual, let alone to discover themselves, like when it comes to qualities and work and career. So, um, that's what I see. And when I give workshops, I always begin with this, like, who are you? What is your identity? Um, what are your core values? And what about yourself? Because you also have a different background. So yeah. can you tell a little bit about that? Definitely. I also work with young people that have like, for example, two backgrounds. Um, I am Moroccan. I have a Moroccan, I have Moroccan roots, but I am born and raised in the Netherlands. And I really struggle with where do I belong? I have to choose. I have to pick a side. Am I Moroccan or Dutch or, um, and that's an extra struggle on a struggle that a young people already have. So that's the thing that I really see. And I focus on when, when helping young talents, um, is noticing that people with different backgrounds, um, and that live not necessarily live in like the country that the roots lie in. It's it's a struggle with identity. So I think that's an extra thing that people need to focus on. Right. Um, so you're saying that understanding yourself, where you come from, forming your own identity, and being able to tell about yourself will lead to eventually understanding which career you want to follow. Definitely. And how can having a passion project help you discover your identity and discover your qualities? You learn to know your skills, your real skills and talent by doing. Um, often, like, for example, uh, young people that don't necessarily really have, like, work uh, experience, um, they, for example, say, I would love to be an art director because I think I would love to do this and this and this and this. And then eventually when they do the work, whether it's a passion project or they're getting hired or just, you know, doing it, they're like, oh, mm, that's not really what I thought or no, my quality is not necessarily that. So starting a passion project will help you not only showcase your talent, building a portfolio, uh, but also getting to know your qualities that will help you later on in your personal development. Yeah, nice. Um, so why do you think that a passion project uh, will show your true creativity? I think there's one great answer for that. And creativity should not be limited or um, creative people should not be put in a like kind of a cage uh, with limitations. Um, also like creativity is very connected to your identity, who you are. And if you're limited in that, you will never get, yeah, showcase your true potential. And when you do a passion project, you don't have to listen to anyone. You don't have to, you know, 
um, you can do it however you want. Um, There's no rules. There are no rules. Yeah. Only <laughs> your own. Yeah. Yeah. And no external factors maybe that can influence you uh, in the way that you want to visualize or form uh, the passion project. Whereas exactly. in, in, at the company, you probably have more rules uh, to follow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any advice on uh, overcoming a fear um, to start your, your passion project and commit to it? Knowing that the whatever you do will always pay off one way or another. And we are very tend to think in like, I'm doing this because I want to get noticed. I'm doing this for because I want to be acknowledged. I want people to see my talent. Your main goal should be I'm doing this for me, for my personal development to learn, to like uh, make mistakes and learn from them and really doing what you love to do and finding out like, um, like not only having the experience but um learning uh like is this really what i want and really am i, what, am I yeah <laughs> doing it like uh, how i think i'm doing it and um of course we all want to get acknowledged for our talents but um you should do it firstly for yourself yeah for your own development right um so many of us have uh, a job and and or maybe even multiple jobs and other responsibilities. How do you balance having a regular uh, paid job and your passion project? Balancing can be very challenging. I've been through that too. I did a lot of uh, passion projects, aka not getting paid for them, um, but it really got me somewhere. And of course, at a certain point, you have to say, okay, so now I built my confidence. I'm, I know what my talents are and I know what I'm worth. And you, it should be like a paid job. Um, so balancing is very difficult sometimes. But um, keep in mind that it can be very challenging. And at some point you will think, why am I doing this? And like, it's too much. Or uh, for me, it's like having... I had like a full-time job and I worked, uh, did passion projects and there were a lot of moments that I was like, okay, I'm so tired and why am I doing this and for who am I doing this? But always keep in mind that it will pay off. That's mm. what I wanted to say just mm. here yeah. when I forgot what you asked. Yeah, but, maybe also starting yeah. small. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Start small, definitely. Dream big, but always start small because uh, you have to learn and you have to discover yourself. So, um, but when you have that, those tough moments, always keep in mind you're doing it for, yeah, yeah it's going yeah. to pay off, but be consistent in it. Yeah. No, because I think a lot of people are also um, have this feeling that they need to, um, they need to uh, have it all figured out beforehand and they will need to have a solid plan for at least maybe a year. And then they, you know, they're already making it so big in their heads that they never actually start uh, or um, can't balance anymore because they think like, okay, I have a regular paid job, but I have to do, you know, like so much on the side. So I think like maybe thinking, thinking small and starting small and not making it too big in your head also can help benefit. From. Definitely. And I really think we're living in a uh, society that is like overachieving. And especially now with social media, you see people being successful even at a young age and then you compare yourself and you want that quick success yourself. 
what no you don't know what hap what happens behind an Instagram account that seems very successful as someone having a lot of followers and you know you don't know what's happening behind that and you, yeah comparing yourself to that and really want to overachieve and prove yourself and in a quick have the, time yeah have the quick success I do not believe in quick success you can have quick success but most of the time it's just you being lucky at the right time the right place knowing the right people um just do it within your own pace uh, exactly yeah 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 what do they say it's not it's not a sprint it's a marathon exactly <laughs> and enjoy the process yeah. yeah 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 that's also the a, a good a good thing enjoying the process because we always tend to already look into uh, the goal or like uh, I want to achieve this and then you actually forget to enjoy the, the journey this year and of of um, creating and actually if you are making a video making this video and editing it so the joy needs to be there as well I think exactly and not in the end results yeah it should not be like a struggle getting where you want to uh, yeah be because like the journey towards that should be fun and yeah no yeah right totally agree uh, so uh, why do you think collaborating is important I think for a few reasons one is obviously building a network uh, getting to know new people and helping each other um, and I think it's good to be surrounded with like-minded people um, that will motivate you but also uh, surround yourself with people that have different perspectives and different points of views and I compare that with when I talk to organizations about diversity um, it's like scientifically proven that diverse team um, they deliver better quality because you don't have only like-minded people you have people with different perspectives that will broaden your perspective on things um, give you new perspectives and learning from each other um, and I think that's with like connecting with other people not don't only connect with people that like are like oh yeah I, I think the same way and yeah I have the same mind as you and I, oh my god we're so on the same page connect and work with people that also disagree with you disagree with you you will learn a lot when you do that yeah, yeah. And it's innovating. You create things that are like beyond your way of thinking. And it's like amazing what you get out of that, especially within the creative industry. Uh, why is a network, networking and building uh, a network important? And how can LinkedIn help with that? LinkedIn is like a gem. And I think that they're not... Uh, enough creative people on LinkedIn and I think it's like LinkedIn has this image of being like this very businessy platform and there's no room for creative people or outgoing people but that's totally not true I started at LinkedIn um, and it, it brought me a lot um, very, very different ways and I see now that there is a shift and a lot of creatives are on LinkedIn now so uh, hop on and uh, if you don't have LinkedIn do it because it's a very good way and easy way to connect with a lot of other people and uh, you can create a great reach in uh, showcasing your work yeah why yeah. do you think that creatives are not on linkedin yet i think it's because yeah what i just um said it's like 
it has this image of being business and there's not room for anything that's that doesn't fit in that box of like um yeah being business to to business or corporate (laughs) or um but that's totally not true Uh, so how do you set up a personal and actionable development plan to lead you towards the job of your dreams? How do I do that? How do you do that is don't do it too much because making this whole extended plan of I want to reach this and like in five thousand, years I will be there. Yeah, be there. By, yeah, like in thousands different ways to come to go there and to reach your goals and I think having like this huge plan writing it down like this way will demotivate you I think that it's just important to have a few things in mind just have that big goals like your big dreams think about how you want to get there in just a few steps not too many steps don't make it too difficult for yourself and then actually just do it. Make it practical. Makes it Make it practical. It's really important. Yeah. And do you think your passion project eventually can become your main job? Definitely. Um, I see that a lot. I see a lot of people that start something like a passion project. And it, like, for example, um, doing a, a movie, a short film or... Documentary. Yeah. A documentary <laughs> or... Um, a photo documentary or a podcast and then you often see that it becomes very successful yeah and do you think um, if it becomes successful and so your passion project uh, becomes successful um, you can uh, lose the passion if you monetize it I think a way to lose the passion is, for example, uh, like when you get noticed by an agency, for example, or someone who wants to put money in your work uh, to help you because they see it's it can be it's, it has potential and help you financially, um, but they will always want something in return, and that is you will have to give a little way a little bit of your authenticity away because when your soul away exactly it's like signing a deal with nah a not a deal with a devil no. but you know what i mean it's like um when it comes to making money with projects or if anything financial comes with it there always comes something that you have to give in return mm. and the often, some rules are, are, yes. are being put onto you exactly and there's nothing wrong with that um but when it comes to going back to why it's important to put a lot of effort in finding yourself and uh, really focusing on the journey on building that confidence knowing your talent so that if you come into a situation where like this you won't trade it's like a very cheesy quote but you won't trade your authenticity for approval um or in this case like for someone who wants to finance your projects um that you will really find the balance in between like um staying true to yourself and to your own creativity and authenticity and being a little bit bendable uh like flexible with the other party party with yeah yeah Yeah. and you said something about building your identity as a stable house i Mm -hmm. like that a lot yeah you have to build your 
who you are as an individual, as a stable house, um, being confident, and then building, and then start building. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice answer. Thank you so much. So we come to the last question of uh, today. Uh, and that is, um, can you give us uh, your last words of wisdom? Um, for me, it's my life motto. Do good and good will always come back to you in one way or another. Yes. Amen to that. Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Very welcome. Thank you too. And for all the listeners, thanks for tuning in. Until the next time, don't forget to follow your favorite.today on Instagram and check in your favorite.today for more interviews.